I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We got my man, Brandon Robinson, Scoop B podcast. You can listen to on, on a number of, of podcast venues, including Apple, iTunes, and all that. And he's also uh, a contributing editor with Basketball Society. Am I getting that right, Brandon? Pretty much. Happy holidays, man. What's going on? Man, I'm trying to. I First of all, I got to say this. I didn't say this on the air early. I'm finished grading papers. Good Lord, I'm mean, you know, I spent most of the fall grading papers and then running up here to Philadelphia to do my show. So I'm I am in I'm in a mood for sports. Christmas Day, dude, you're gonna be like a kid in a candy store. Four or five games, Lakers, Warriors, Sixers, Celtics, Brandon. I mean, talk about this how talk about all this bas- all this good basketball. Are we at you that part? Huh? You missed a few. You you missed a few, man. You you, you got to start out with Milwaukee Bucks in the New York Knicks. Oh yeah, forgot about that. I, yeah, I didn't even think about. It. That's right. Giannis out the combo. Yeah, of course. Giannis out the combo had a game last night uh, against the Boston Celtics as well. Um, definitely a team, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, that are, are definitely being overlooked right now. Uh, second in the NBA's Eastern Conference. Uh, you know, many people pay attention to the Toronto Raptors and you know Kawhi Leonard was going on over there and. You know, obviously Philadelphia and Boston get the attention, but Milwaukee being a small, smaller market, right? Um, definitely in the shadows of Chicago. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo was definitely an MVP uh, candidate this season. So um, definitely a, a, a matchup against the Knicks, uh, who you know are, are starting in some ways to find a groove without Kristaps Porzingis. Just reported that uh, he'll miss some significant time, additional significant time, and um, but but more than anything, Alonzo Trier, uh, Kevin Knox, and uh, Frank Nita Kina uh, and company, that young squad, are, are definitely uh, finding their group with the Knicks right now. So you, you had that matchup at noon. Um, you were going to say something? No, I was going to say the Indiana Pacers, or the Sixers are tied with the Pacers for the third spot in the in, in the uh, Eastern Conference. They play kind of a slow with um, with with um, uh, what's this guy? Uh, guy from Indiana, um, Oladipo. And, yeah, and 
you know, they're 21 and 12, and the Sixers, the last time they played them, had a tough time against them. And so this Eastern Conference is, I'm just, I'm excited about the Eastern Conference. We talked about, you talked about Giannis last night having a good game against the Celtics. I'm ex- is, is there a reason to be excited about the Eastern Conference again? Oh, for sure. Um, I think many people, uh, fans, pundits, etc., at large, uh, definitely expected with the LeBron move to the NBA's Western Conference that, you know, it, it just was going to be many people stayed up late at the beginning of the season to watch um, the Western Conference. And one thing that I'll say about the Western Conference is then go back to the question about the Eastern Conference. I think the Western Conference to surprise many people um, because of teams that are kind of excelling early in, in the first half of the season, per, per, primarily uh, with the play of Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets currently sit at 21 and 9, the 8 and 2 in their last 10. Uh, and are currently on a four-game winning streak. Um, and so when you look at them and then you look at the play of the Thunder, I mean, right. the Thunder started out with Russell Westbrook uh, not even playing, and then, you know, Paul George taking up that slack. They're playing well. The Clippers are playing well. Yep. Um, so you, you look at that, and then you look at, you know, the, the, the kind of the bottom half of, of the, of the uh, Western Conference. You see the Rockets sitting in ninth place, and, you know, they got rid of Trevor Ariza, or rather than you sign him, and then it was terminal with Carmelo Carmelo Anthony situation, and then you look at the Sacramento King. Uh, you look at the Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers came out hot, um, but then you look at the Eastern Conference, and then you're seeing teams like you knew the Raptors were going to be okay because they added Danny Green and they added Kawhi Leonard, um, but then you see the phenomenal play of of uh, Kimball Walker of the Charlotte Hornets uh, playing out of his mind. Right. Uh, so the Kimball over the summer, um, and and he just told me how much he was investing into his game, preparing for the offseason. Uh, worth noting, uh, the Charlotte Hornets added Jay Hernandez uh, to their coaching staff this season. Jay Hernandez has been working with Kimball Walker uh, during the NBA lockout season. Uh, d- during that time, Kimball was working out with, with Jay and with Charles Jenkins, who used to play with the Golden State Warriors, uh, religiously. Wow. And uh, one thing I say is Jay was an assistant with the Orlando Magic last season, uh, and, and now he was brought in with the Charlotte Hornets, and Kimball's still comfortable with him. You look at that. Then, of course, Philadelphia. They had Jimmy Butler. Um, and 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 slowly, um, they're in the, the honeymoon stage is over, but now they're figuring a lot of things out. Like you said, they're tied with the Pacers for their neck-and-neck with the Pacers, third and fourth seed in the NBA's Eastern Conference. And then the Celtics. They're kind of playing beneath their privilege. They had a team meeting last night uh, after the loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think that it's going to take a little while for them to gel. Miami Heat, they're sitting in AC. And the Nets. Uh, the Nets lost the other night, but they were on a win streak after losing Karis LeBert, uh for a significant amount of time. Uh, but really and truly, the NBA's Eastern Conference is definitely buzzing. Um, and, of course, you have the Detroit Pistons quietly uh, finding a way to make things work with Blake Griffin and, and head coach Dwayne Casey. So, wild, wild west, but the East, don't sleep. Yeah. I got to ask, this is a, and I'm going to ask you a couple of Philadelphia-related questions in, in this part of it. Um, the Sixers, have they have tonight's game against Toronto. They play the Celtics on Christmas Day. Now, granted, you know, both teams don't have some of their best players. So, so do you take this opportunity to kind of knock them down when they're down? Because, you know, game like, games like these could make a difference. Um, playoff wise, home court wise, and all that. I mean, is is this the is this the time for the Sixers, who are relatively at full strength, to do that? Um, I think that the Sixers, Chris, are still in a phase where um, 
they're lacking a couple of things. Number one, uh, with Markel Fultz being out, they need a point guard. I reported earlier this week, I'm a senior writer at Basketball Society, but I also contribute to Heavy.com. You can check out my work at both sides, but I wrote at Heavy.com um, that the Sixers um, have interest um, in Doc Rivers' son, Austin Rivers. Right. Uh, that would fill a role, uh, a void, uh, with the loss of, of Markel Fultz because um, you know, the point guard position, the backup point guard position is something that they need help. You know, I think Ben Simmons can do a lot, but you need to get him some rest. Right. And um, I think that that's, that's, that's one of the biggest issues that's a glaring hole with that team. But you know that Jimmy Butler is their closer. Right. Um, and I think that it, it's a perfect mix of a young and old team. Uh, I don't want to say old, but it's a good mix of veterans uh, mixed with younger guys. Uh, but Joel Embiid has proved uh, early point in the season that it's his team, um, and but but the, at the same time, Jimmy Butler has proven that he's that two way threat that they were lacking. Right, like everything that Jimmy Butler's doing on this team is everything he was doing in Minnesota, except those guys weren't. I don't think they were at the, in the position to receive what Jimmy Butler was trying to bring to the table. Right, in the playoff experience and more. So I, I think I think the Sixers are in a good position. And while everybody's, you know, paying attention to the Raptors, and people are more people are paying attention to the Milwaukee Bucks, and people are, you know, wondering what the Celtics are going to do, I think the Sixers are in a good position to really just grow, flourish, uh-huh. and make some things happen at twenty-one and twelve in Brett Brown's uh, system. Right now in this town, I get calls to this station, and I get people talking to me on Facebook and whatever. Everybody, a lot of people in this town, they don't like Brett Brown. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm going to give him until game 82 and the playoffs to make my final assessment of where he he is. But a lot of fans are upset over the fact that, you know, Sixers blow games. Sometimes they get out the leads. They don't hang on to them or they don't play maybe defense or or they do something stupid in critical situations. What's Brett Brown's reputation around the league? How does everybody feel about him as a coach around the entire league? <clears throat> well, you know, he comes out of the uh, Greg Popovich coaching tree. So right. guys like him uh, and, and as well as uh, Budenholzer over in uh, Milwaukee, um, they're under that, that, that system. I think that sometimes um, I think people get upset when you hear a hard uh, Boston accent. Uh, it comes across just like when you hear a New York accent, you think authoritative and or know it all. Right. Um, but in addition to that, I think when you look at what Brett Brown has done, I mean, the Sixers have been patient with him for some years now. Right. When we're losing, when they won like twelve games in a season, and it's right. like it's almost like I think you know Philadelphia being a Northeast city, um, patience in the Northeast is slimmer than say you know comparatively in the NFL. When Jeff Fisher had a job forever in Tennessee with the Titans. Oh, God, don't get me started on <laughs> Jeff Fisher. I think that guy, he was about to ruin Jared Goff. I don't think he did as well with McNair, although McNair kind of willed himself. And I think that he, he he basically messed up Vince Young. But that's my opinion. But go on. I'm sorry. This is right. basketball. We're on the same page, but, but, but that comparison needs to be made because I think in the in the NBA that that long tenure as a, as a head coach for a team and they were moving for so long, it's like okay, now they're winning. How do you guide a team um, that has a has a uh, you know some could argue 
is, is a threat to go to the finals in the NBA Eastern Conference, along with, you know, Toronto and Milwaukee and, and some of those other things. But it took LeBron to go to the Western Conference to make that a reality, I'll add. Right. Um, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but, but as it relates to the Sixers, I think that, you know, I think the biggest knock some have is, you know, his rotations. And um, I don't think he has an issue with um, relationships with players. I do think that in the offseason, or rather during the draft, um, you know, the way that he handled those draft day deals, you know, still leaves a sour taste in, in, in many people's mouths. And I'm glad that, you know, they moved him back to just head coaching duties. And, you know, Elton Brand came in as the GM and, you know, he made moves. Um, to bring in Jimmy Butler, so I think that some people they had one had issues with um, just the fact that he's had a job for so long during losing seasons, and you know people trusted the process. Okay, the process is here. Um, you know, Zaire Smith came in, that didn't work out. Uh, the Sixers had a chance to get Jamal Crawford. Uh, they had to buy out Jared Bayless in order to make it happen, but they were prudent. They didn't do that, and you know they ended up getting. Uh, Jimmy Butler, and that was definitely an upgrade. Right. And the same, but but I think that for Brett Brown, I think you know again to go back to that Northeast thing, uh, people are going to always have a criticism in the Northeast because we're just impatient people. But yeah. I think that I, I think more than anything, I think Brett Brown is the perfect coach for that team currently, only because he's been there for so long, and to kind of uproot all that stuff, it, it's a it's a project that that would take so long. But I will say this. Um, as much as Brett Brown is, being, is successful in the system, I don't think Sam Hinkie gets enough credit for putting the system in place that's been now um, as, as an executive. And Brett Brown is enjoying the fruits of those labors now. That's true. I mean, uh, they, they he basically ran him out of town and all that. But and, and in some ways, people... On some ways, it was justifiable, but I hear what you're saying. Sometimes people don't appreciate the fruits of your labor until you leave. Now... One Western Conference situation I want to get into. Of course, the Lakers are playing the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. Can I still safely say that the that that until someone knocks off the Golden State Warriors, um, they're obviously the world champions until further notice and expected again. Or where the Warriors have have uh, Draymond Green and um, and Kevin Durant, you know, kissed and made up and all that other stuff. And of course, Steph is back. Oh, yeah, man. I, I think that as much as we've paid attention to Anthony Davis rumors, paid attention to Kevin Durant going to the Lakers rumors uh, and the free agency, as much as we've paid attention to the Rockets turmoil and more, you know what's got lost in translation in the last month? What has? The Warriors are going to be a problem in the new year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of figured as much because not having Steph on the court for most of the most of the fall portion of the season, you know, kind of hurt them a little bit. But that team is just still so good. Who can beat yeah, them? You know, you, you, you look at you, like I mentioned the Kevin Durant summer free agency plan, uh, Clay Thompson summer free agency plan. You know, the Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Uh, quarrels, the Steph Curry injury. Um, and then the other thing is, you, you got a guy in DeMarcus Cousins that'll be back pretty soon in the next month, month and a half. You saw a viral video the other day or yesterday of, you know, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant in practice um, and Draymond Green dunking on Kevin Durant and then after it was over, you know, uh, I said Draymond, I meant to say DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins dunking on Kevin Durant and 
and them trolling him in the locker room after. If you thought Draymond Green was a bully, DeMarcus Cousins is too. Right. And, you know, the return of DeMarcus Cousins is going to be something special. I had NBA insider uh, Chris Sheridan on my Scoopy Radio podcast, which you can all subscribe to. Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple, visit ScoopyRadio.com. And he said that uh, DeMarcus Cousins is the X factor that the Warriors have. Right. He's not going to get as many touches as he got in Sacramento. Um, but, you know, there, there's definitely... Uh, an intrigue of what he's going to do uh, when he comes back. Um, and, and I think, you know, the Warriors are doing well and, um, you know, slowly walking this process back. Uh, Warriors head trainer Rick uh, Celebrini said that there were no setbacks in his in his recovery process from, his, you know, his serious Achilles injury. But um, I definitely think that the Warriors are going to be something special when everybody's healthy. DeMarcus Cousins told me over the summer, um, that he's excited because it's a team full of IQs. He said he believes everyone on, on the team uh, has a very high IQ when it comes to the game of basketball. And he said that the Warriors are like Play-Doh, that you can mold them to whatever you want them to be. Wow. And that's 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 frightening. That's that's frightening because, um, um, you know, they're still – they were a great team last year. They were a great team in 2016. Then they add Durant and just, you know, now they're going to be – I don't think anybody in the West is going to beat them. I don't think anybody in the East. I mean, the East, I think maybe Milwaukee could, Boston could, and, you know, maybe Toronto could. But that the Golden State Warriors is still – it's still uh, they're they're still that team that just <clears throat> looms that shadow looms from the from the from the East Bay all the way out to the East Coast. They still loom their shadow over the over the league, and so I I for one don't think anybody's going to beat them. But um, Brandon, I gotta say, brother, I, I it's always a pleasure. You 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 help catch me up on my entire NBA <laughs> now that I'm now that I'm kind of free <laughs> from. I'm free from you know from from um, grading bad subject verb agreement and, and and thesis statements and all that. I'm I'm kind of my mind is back you know where I need to be you know when it comes down to sports and all that. For sure, Christmas man is going to be a, a, a big uh, a big deal. Twelve o'clock it starts on ESPN and ABC and all those other places. Family ABC Family Network, ESPN Family Network, but. Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks, it starts at noon all the way down to Portland and the Utah Jazz at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. But the marquee game, Lakers and Golden State Warriors at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ABC. So okay. definitely be a good look. All right, man. Well, like I said, I know we, we could we could talk about this all day, but I got to go to break. So, look, um, um, Brandon, we'll catch you next time, and uh, we'll, we'll get you back here talking more NBA. Um, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Okay, you're listening to 96.1 FM, 900 AM, WURD, Black Talk Media. The Chris Murray Report will be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 